wants to play bodies, bodies, bodies. So how do you play? If you draw the piece of paper that has the X on it, you are the murderer. Let's go. And if you're the murderer, you have to kill someone by touching them on the back. The most important part, if you come across a body, you have to yell, Body, body, body! Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Each week on the podcast that wouldn't die, we discuss guilty pleasures and forgotten classics from the horror and sci-fi genres with a comedic twist. This week, we're discussing the new classic, Bodies, 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 starring a lot of 20-year-olds, as it looks like. Seems to be. And one 45-year-old. And one 45 who's currently dating a Kardashian. Is that true? That's or not is true. That the other guy. It's the other guy. No, it's no, 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 no. Pete Davidson, who oh, played who the guy. This? Lee Pace, who was also Ronan the Accuser from Guardians of the Galaxy, played played the guy who was the forty five year old. No, and he's gay in real life. Pete Davidson who? is the other guy who slit his own throat. He's yeah, dating Kurt Kardashian. Mean. He's not forty five yeah. though. How old? Well, he ain't twenty either. He's like 25, something Is like that. Is he really? Yeah, they're, oh, they, like he's been kicking around forever. They all seem, I mean, I'm going to look up their ages. They all seemed really very young to me, except for like the one college. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that. Anyway, how's it going? Oh, my God. I, I had to be back at work today officially, officially back to work. But no kids until Wednesday. Still a shock to the system, although I feel like I, I just dicked around and I stayed an hour and a half later and it's it was like arranging and cleaning and preparing, but not enough. It's never enough. But what I've learned in all my years of teaching is you don't have to be 100% ready on the first day. You just have to be there. You Well, I mean, whatever you're doing the first day, you should be prepared. But your room doesn't have to be amazing and beautiful on the first day. I was putting... This is important uh, information. I have, I have, like, Depeche Mode posters and, like, craft work. <laughs> and then I have, I've been making little bubbles that come out of their mind. Like, hashtag Bulldog Strong. I'm ready for work. Are you? Like, but so like, it's that, their lies what, is what you're saying. That's what, yeah. That's what Martin Gore is telling everybody. And then Morrissey, I haven't decided what he's going to share. What what words of wisdom? I, I can't, don't eat meat. I mean, what else is he going to say? I don't know. Make meat some. Make sure. I'll have a bubble that just says meat is murder. Yeah, the Morrissey method yeah. is make sure that everyone on earth hates you. Basically, all of the and musicians if have to hate, hate you. you. They you, they should just be uncomfortable in your presence. At the at the very least. At the very least. And that's what we're going for on this show, frankly. Um, so, <laughs> give us your thirty second synopsis of bodies, bodies, bodies. Before we do that, please. Bro, what did what did you think I would think about this movie? Do you think I like this movie? Do you think I do not like this movie? What's your guess? I am going to say you liked it. It is true. I found it rather enjoyable. It was. I I rolled in not knowing much. 
yeah. about this movie. No idea. I, I knew it existed. Um, and I kind of knew the premise. But beyond that, and what's funny is the as the movie progresses, there are layers because this is it's almost like a comedy. And there are oh, layers to the comedy that yeah. are kind of if you're not paying attention, you're it's gonna go right over your head. It, it's quite interesting because yes. uh, it doesn't start off funny, but it ends no. up being funny and kind of a, a, a dark humor. Yes. But then at the very end, I was asking myself, is this an anti-woman kind of message at the end? It, I started Ooh. thinking, is this, you know, uh, are, are women afraid of men and now be, like paranoid so because of all this paranoia with the Me Too and our obsession with murder podcasts, has it made us crazy that we were able to just flip and turn on all our boyfriends and create this situation? Well, and this movie is really is. It's, it's women. This is a, yeah. a woman movie. I mean, there's two dudes who are dispatched mighty quickly. And then it's just the women kind of dealing with each other. So right. I don't know. That's an interesting, what do you think they're trying to say about that? It's interesting. Well, because it had all these like making fun of wo the wokeness of all the it Absolutely. That came out when they started doing that. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I kind of liked, liked it. But then at the end, I'm like, so, Maybe it's not tongue-in-cheek wokeness. Maybe it's a criticism of wokeness and mm. by default, a criticism of me too. So at first I was like, ah, and then I was like, oh. I don't, I don't think it was a criticism of me too, specifically. I think there was definitely kind of making fun of woke culture. And it really, there's a scene where it really kicks in. Where you really go like, oh, is that is that what we're doing right now? It was very amusing, but I don't know if you know, I don't know if you're wise. You know, there's a podcast, um, which is My Favorite Murderer, where they just discuss murders. And it's two female hosts, and it's all women calling in and sharing like stories of people who escape or hometown murders. So along the same time as Me Too was this obsession uh, with women and horror and murder mm -hmm. as an idea that this will, I'll be prepared. Right. As a way of dealing with my anxiety about all the scariness, I'm gonna ob obsess over murder. And so I'll be prepared when the shit goes down. And this seemed like an extension of that. Maybe so. Why don't you give us your 30 second synopsis and we can dig a little deeper. All right. R rich kids after college still hanging out at mommy and daddy's house because they don't really have homes of their own because mom and dad clearly must have, have cut loose the purse string. So hanging out at mansion while mom and dad's not home. Our, our friends arrive a day late. So something happened. Somebody was angry the night before. We don't know where so-and-so is. They're not responding to texts from anybody, right? So now apparently there's a party uh, that they're locking in because a huge storm was coming. And so they're hanging out. There's some jealousy because this is one of these, these 
circle f- things where everybody, all the group of friends, have at least slept with half the members of the of the group is what it felt like. So now everybody's rolling up with new partners, and there's still some jealousy. But they're gonna play murder, murder, or bodies, 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 which is like the kind of like the assassin game, which we played in college, but modified. They turn off the you draw draw straws, you turn off the lights, and then you touch. The, if you're the murderer, you touch someone, and then everybody has to guess. First, there's a fake out, and then all of a sudden, it's a real thing. Then people just start dying. And then it's the 80s because, uh, I, I mean, I'm telling you, cocaine must be back and I'm in the wrong circles because everybody's doing the coca. So more people die. And then you're really down to like two people. And they're a couple and they're, they're turning on each other. Mm-hmm. The one thing consistent about this, you may have come with someone but if your friends even say, mm, he's suspicious, they'll turn on you like a dime. Lesbians, too. They locked that <laughs> one girl's girlfriend outside, lickety split. I wouldn't be trying to Absolutely. get in. I'd be hiding in the garage until the next day and saying, screw you all. Absolutely. Now, okay. So we have both, I saw it opening day, which was last Friday. <laughs> All right. I I dropped the kids off at band camp and I, I drove right to uh, the theater and I got my popcorn and I sat down by myself and, and I luxuriated in it. What was your viewing experience? I was there Sunday, the first showing at 1229. There was like six other people in the theater. And I, t- I at one point had two people going with me that all dropped like flies. So like bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, it just rolled right over me. At first, I thought, "Is this just going to be softcore lesbian porn?" Because that's the the whole beginning. <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! Two girls are making hook. out. The two girls so are making, making out, and then they're making out, and then they're making out. That's how it opens. I was like, "Oh, okay. What's, right. what's going to be next?" <laughs> it's like bodies, bodies, bodies. Is it boobies, boobies, boobies? It was yes. It was body yaddy 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 yaddy. You don't know with kids these days. You do not. So let's. Oh let's no! Ju- I just let it wash over me. I ne- I didn't adjust in my seat. I was not checking the time. I was not bored. At one point, I did have to stare at my neighbors because there was a comment. Uh, one of the girls announced that her mother was borderline, and everybody in the theater is like borderline. Do you know what borderline is? Borderline, border. I can hear the wave going around. Right. Nobody watches uh, psychological dramas because no one in the theater knew what borderline personality disorder, disorder was, right? And had to ask everyone around them. There's a moment. So I thought that was amusing. There was a moment that that made me laugh when it's revealed that her mom has borderline personality disorder. Uh, one of the characters calls her a psychopath and her friend goes, Hey, that's ableist. <laughs> I know I wrote that down. It, had, <laughs> it has all the catchphrases of the now. Yes. Like in 10 years, they'll look back at that. And what did that mean back then? Yes. Ableist. Ableist. If, if it, 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 it sounds like 
you're you're doing something for someone. You know what I mean? I'm making it so they are able to do something. But instead, it's it. a slur like you're labeling people. That is correct. Well, that and that's that whole scene where it's like the four ladies are kind of accusing each other of this, that, and the other thing. And it's just- Of woke it's, crimes. It's all woke crimes. You guys are triggering to me. That's why I haven't seen you in a couple of years. You're so toxic. Uh-huh. Uh, Yes, are you? This is a teachable moment. I was like, oh my God, gun to my head. How many times do I say that? All right, kids, this is a teachable moment. I'm now, bring that up at Thanksgiving. They didn't say any of these things like it was a punchline. They were all very oh, no. sincere in the way they were delivering these lines. So it's almost like you kind of miss it at first. And then it's like it slowly dawns on you what's occurring in this scene where they're banding about all these terms. It was it was dynamite. It was, it was dynamite. Dynamite. This is at the end. They're all rolling around fighting each other. Yes. One girl has been shot in the leg and every five minutes she's like, you're on my leg. Get <laughs> off my leg. That was so great. That was so great. Oh, my God. This truly, children is a classic it's a classic this is a this is a new classic so this is a new classic we talked about this and this is back in the 80s you used to read a lot or watch a lot of like brett easton ellis kind of movies where it's just like the sons of the super rich sons and daughters of the super rich who've got nothing but time on their hands and and drugs and, drugs. and money drugs and yeah. money is, is what they got um so i, I literally we're all supposed to cry over the sorrows and tribulations of the very wealthy. Yes, boarding school but, was so difficult, that sort of, yes. I have unlimited money, but my daddy doesn't love me. Where there's like people like starving and like homeless. <laughs> I took too much cocaine and I have an eating disorder. Look, everybody has problems. I'm not trying to say that they, they aren't allowed to have problems. I'm just saying it's that kind of that thing that we see. And it's also that thing where it's like you hang around with these people because they're the same social strata as you, but you all hate each other. Right. So you have known each other since the dawn of time. You know everything about it. Your parents know everything yes. about it. And you don't like each other. You don't like each other. There's a scene that this made me laugh out loud. Where they're talking, uh, one of the the ladies, Jordan, I think her character's name was, they're telling her about her rags to riches story. She's like, newsflash, your parents were upper, upper middle class. And she's just like, exactly. <laughs> what? What do you mean? So no, we had it rough. No, no, no. Your parents were professors. Okay. And she's like, at a public university. <laughs> I, I was I was laughing. It was hilarious. I was laughing. Again, and laughing. total sincerity. Total sincerity in the way they like a lone tear coming down their cheek. It was the acting was was dynamite and the delivery. You don't of these know lines. how I've suffered because <laughs> my parents taught at a public university. Yes, that's. <laughs> It, it, was, it was. This is truly a, a marvelous little movie. I would say I enjoyed. Marvelous. Than okay, so I'm gonna throw it out there. Better ooh. Than no. Ooh. I enjoyed, no. But this this is a, a new classic. Interesting. I'll have to ruminate on that a bit. Uh, what do you got on your notes? On your highlights? 
Oh, well, the girl who kept getting her foot stepped on. Ow, ow. The one with, who drags along the 45-year-old uh, boyfriend who yes. everyone thinks is, a, is a, a vet from Afghanistan. No, no, he's a, uh, a veterinarian. No, actually, a vet assistant. So 15 <laughs> bucks an hour. Right. I mean, and, and that's she's the, thing. the same one who has a podcast. And yes. everyone makes fun of her because she's always promoting her podcast. She's like, it takes a lot of work to have a podcast. And sister, <laughs> you're correct. It does. Exactly. But it's like everything that's happening right now in a horror movie. Yes. It's fantastic. It was dynamite. I, I mean, I have I have known guys in my life who are in their forties trying to date girls in their twenties. And you're just like, mm -hmm. you watch this and you're like, how can you possibly have anything in common? I mean, what, what is, what could possibly be going like literally this situation is loads of cocaine and kids games. Cause that's basically yeah. we're playing hide and seek as we're doing rails of Coke. That's essentially what this movie is. Yeah, but I mean, young girls, old dudes, tale as old as time. Right. Na, 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 but na, na, you could tell he was kind of, he was obviously kind of a loser, but he was also kind of confused by them. Multiple times, he's just like, oh, okay. So you're messing with me? Is that what's, is that what's yeah. happening? No idea what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> no idea utterly clueless he is there for the sex and whatever money rolls off her hand uh, absolutely absolutely Normally in these situations with with the older guy and the younger girl he's got some money this guy clearly got no money nothing not a thing mm -hmm. There's a scene for uh, uh, poor daddy, this rich daddy, poor daddy. Apparently she wants poor Poe daddy. So she can be in <laughs> po, control. Poe daddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is, there's a scene. Well, the, the central protagonist is, I, I mean, she was, it's this blonde girl who has an accent. She was in that Borat movie. Did you ever see the Borat movie? The new one? Uh, which one? The one with Rudy Giuliani. The one with Rudy Giuliani. I did. She's the she's the the girl from that. From that. She's uh, from the one the who was in the hotel room with, yes. with Rudy Giuliani. Oh, yes. Is so that interesting? Um, but she is essentially oh, our eyes and ears. She's our protagonist. We follow along with her because she doesn't know any of these people. She was brought along with her girlfriend who she's been dating for six weeks, but hasn't told her I love you yet. Even though they made a point of having her girlfriend say it to her, not once, but twice met with icy silence. So. Uh-huh. And what is that chick's ethnic background? Anyway, I couldn't tell if she was like German or Eastern European because they kept her dialogue very short. Well, you almost miss the accent. You almost miss it because she doesn't say that much. Um, right. But the actress is from Bulgaria. Okay. So I, I'm not picking Eastern. up on a Bulgarian accent. You know, it could be anything. I mean, she's, she had kind of an Eastern, an Eastern accent, but sometimes she sounded German. But you could tell she was tampering it down, trying to neutralize it. 
Well, somebody asked her if she was from Moscow, and she says no. <laughs> that's that's all. That's about the time she's having the chocolate cake, like shoveling it in before somebody goes. By the way, that's a weed cake. Before <laughs> before you oh, polish it, I off. missed that. I was like, man, skinny girl tucking it tucking it in. She she must be uh, doing some bulimic action after that. Something right. So there's this whole. She was sitting in front of a cake, just eating it. Like, and she's going to freaking town on it. It was like that movie Hereditary. Remember when the girl was eating the the chocolate cake full of nuts when she's definitely allergic to nuts? Uh, Yeah. There. So we should talk about. So people who don't like each other. And I have to say, why are you all converging on this house where there's a hurricane about to hit. I might converge it, you know, the summer house or, you know, a different place, the mountain house. I'm not going to the hurricane house. No, people do that. That's a thing. Really? That's a thing. Yeah. Like crazy if people? going to leave. Yeah. If you're not going to leave, I'm sure they're doing it during Katrina. If you're not going to leave, let's all just get together and rock it out. Well, but it seemed I like mean, people were coming from far and wide to go to this house. Just for this. Yeah. For the sto- for the storm. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Um, so, but to spend their time, they go, we're play this game, bodies, 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 which you said was reminiscent of games you remember playing a hundred years ago. Um, well, in college, there was a, a situation where they played the assassin game on campus, except one of the players was crazy and actually shot the person. So we read about that and we thought, let's play that. <laughs> so in our game, you just got, you drew a name of the person you needed to assassinate. So you had a plastic water gun and you just supposed to sneak up behind them and uh, spritz them in the neck. And I unfortunately uh, had dinner with mine. And as I was turning to walk out of the restaurant, I got shot. I never got a chance to even shoot anybody. There was a movie in the 80s called Gotcha, starring Anthony Edwards from ER and Top Gun. And it's about this, this thing that was happening in the 80s where you would, it was kind of a paintball situation. So people would be playing paintball. Um, through like crowded like camp- college campuses, essentially, this is like a real thing that was sweeping the nation, and we were too poor for paintball. So, but people would just like be blasting each other, like running across campus, people trying to get to class and get shot with a paint paintball, essentially. And of course, in that movie, it's like, uh oh, is it? It starts out all fun and games until you discover the real Russian spy on campus, something like along, along those lines. But it's, oh. I, I think that's kind of what this thing starts out with, where they're playing the game and you know eventually something's going to go wrong. The game is reminiscent of a computer game that's popular these days called Among Us, where it's kind of the exact same situation. And ironically, uh, my daughter Lucy, as you know, just had her birthday. She had a murder mystery party on saturday that she like invented that she like wrote it out and did all this stuff on her own um and it was basically bodies 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 total bizarre coincidence no one was murdered as far as i know but who's to say uh you have to always look at the box spring 
That's where they keep them. <laughs> that is good. That's good stuff. Next time I play bodies, 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 I'm going right into the uh, the box spring. Let me. That's where they hide the dead hookers. You, know, I always check when I'm in Vegas. Watching what? <laughs> I started to move on. There's that movie at the hotel, and each room is a different story. Four rooms. Robert, Robert, four rooms of Roberto Rodriguez. But before that, that has always been a, a story about the hooker. Well, you're in your hotel room, and it stinks, and you can't figure it out, and the, and the hotel is sold out, so they can't move you. And the maid comes in, and they spray, but it's there, and it's there. And it's coming from the mattress. So they flip the mattress off, and in... The, the box spring is the decomposing body of the hooker. Is the body, body, body. Body, um, body, body. So. Poor hooker. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. I was going to say something, and now I don't know what I was going to say. I blew I, your I mind, man. Blew you blew. So, you know, somebody gets chosen to be the murderer. And it's like you said, you tap somebody on the shoulder and they lay down until somebody finds you. And then they find your body. They go body, body, bodies or whatever. Um, Watching this, I immediately was like, is this fake? Is this going to be an April Fool's Day situation? That's That's what what I kept kept thinking. thinking. Like, you know, uh, Maria or whatever her name is. B was her character's name. B uh, doesn't know any of these people. Right. You know what I mean? Is is this going to be fake? Now, as the movie progresses, you begin to realize, not fake. This is <laughs> this is something real that's going down. Um, because, and the, the other thing is that they're constantly talking about Max, the brother, Pete Davidson's brother, who the day before got went got high on shrooms and punched his brother in the eye and gave him a black eye and then stormed off with their only car and disappeared. So there's like, is he the murderer roaming around? Yeah. Is, is that what's answering. happening? He's not answering. And then apparently, uh, yeah, there's, that's the only car. And then there were all these things like when the, when the, uh, B and her girlfriend arrive where you can tell there's, there's going to be a problem already. There's a thing with the window. They want you to know that the window doesn't roll up all the way. And they want you to be very sh- uh, sure that you see that the vanity light has been left on. Would in that kill car, the battery? In my car, the vanity light goes off when you turn the car off. But for an older yeah. car, I don't know. It's, it's, it seemed weak. It seemed weak to me. Right. So it, it's just one of these things. They establish everybody hates each other. So therefore, everybody has a motive. Right. Essentially. So and they all you know, talk anybody. shit to each other about whoever's not in the room, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and at the same time, boning each other. <laughs> there they isn't that all- much boning. There, they talk off, about it off camera boning. Yes, like off camera uh, boning. Off camera boning. <laughs> there was a, there's no nudity. There's no nudity. No, no, no. Sadly, sadly, no. Um, there was there was the scene where they're talking about one of the one of the girls. She's like, oh, she's lying. You know, she was an actress. Remember, remember, she was in Head of Gabbler. She, she, and there's a scene where they're walking through the hall, and she's like. You know what? Her her head of gabbler wasn't that good. Let's be honest. Head of gabbler? What the hell is that? That's a, pl- a famous play. There is it? Go. Good times. Yes. 
Think I make this stuff up? One thing this I is real. That there is a very uh, popular documentary on Netflix, which has now been done by HBO as mm-hmm. a miniseries called The Staircase, which is very similar to what happens to one of our characters. It, it's the whole thing. Did she fall down the stairs and that's and bang herself up? Which is why the blood's everywhere, or was it her husband? Right. Well, the the scene so, and is it's very obsessive. All my murder podcasts have have talked about it, but that scene is very reminiscent because she's beat the hell and there's blood all over the place. So I, I'm wondering if they're taking a page from that documentary. Right. It could be well because we only see. What is it? We see the one dude get his head whacked with the kettlebell. You knew oh, he yeah. was not the murderer. You knew yeah. he was he was innocent of all charges. Absolutely. And they but still. <laughs> everybody's just whacked up. Everybody's right. just so spazzed out. They're ready to slice and stab anyone. Anyone. The best Mighty quick. would have been stand in the corner far away from everybody and don't speak. Go into the, the bathroom, go in the bathroom, lock the door, sit Have in the bathroom. Nail you shut in the door and wait for the police. <laughs> wait for the po- That's exactly what you got to do. But they did add bizarre little moments to kind of throw suspicion on everybody. Like B at one point goes upstairs puts on a pink sweater that does not belong to her and then promptly puts makeup on for no reason. Yeah, not much. I mean, it's like she put on lipstick. But it was like fire engine red. But why are you put? It's like there's murders. There's murders going on as far as you know. Why are you getting yourself dolled up? Every single person is wearing makeup. I thought that was a weird moment, though. You, You thought it was perfectly normal? And whose clothes is it? Pete Davidson's mommy's? And they told her to go upstairs and change her clothes. Her clothes are in the car. Who cares if she put on a a crazy sweater? She's covered in blood. And then threw off all of herself. Yes, that was lovely. Did you notice that everybody seemed to have blood on them for some reason? Before they were even hurt, they all seemed to have like blood drippings on their head. Well, because they all either touched people or there's splatter. I mean, anyone who got near Pete Davison was covered in slop. (laughs) That was kind of the reveal when I knew this wasn't uh, fake anymore, is the fact that he, he was not pretending to be dead. He was sitting out in the hurricane for far too long to sell the, I'm just pretending kind of thing. I kept thinking that that was all fake and that it was going to be like 10 little Indians where it was somebody who who we think is dead is really the killer. I kept waiting for that. I I thought that as well. I thought that as well. Um, If you are playing hide and go seek or bodies, 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 as the case may be. Right. some, Some pointers. Number one, don't have those like, uh, you know, glow in the dark bracelets around your neck in the dark because it's basically they're all on MDNA. So you have that. That's kind of required. Well, and how about don't turn the flashlight on on your phone if you're trying to hide in the dark? 
I thought that was uh, it was interesting. Of course, we all have our phones with us all the time, so we're not going to look for flashlights. We all have flashlights, so I thought that was smart and relevant. <laughs> it, it was smart and relevant. Um, it's real. I mean, I we just watched something that wasn't that old, where literally they're tearing the house apart looking for a flashlight. That is true. That is true. Now, I have to say, that one flashlight they discover that's like floating in the mud uh, during the hurricane and still worked. I want that phone. Yeah. Can I get that phone? Well, according <laughs> to Apple, the new phones are all uh, waterproof. And you can get cases. I remember uh, one of Bobo's friends, I was like, dude, your phone's on the edge of the hot tub. You're retarded. He picked it up and threw it in the hot tub. And uh, he was like, see, just fine. I was like, I, I would not trust my case. I'm not doing that. Nah. Are they crazy? Uh-huh. Any other highlights you want to talk about? Oh, my God. There's so much goodness. The re- the Pete Davidson re- reveal. Uh, <laughs> it, it was just high hysterical hijinks. Because at that moment, it, it, it just all revealed that they were just a bunch of nuts. Right. And right. How, I, I was like, and how are you ever going to explain any of this to the police? And what do you, what, it's going to have a special name. You know, there, there's, uh, you know, the gay panic. There's the Twinkie defense. What are we going to call this where we just whip each other into a frenzy and are forced to kill everybody because we think everyone's coming to kill us? I mean, and that's the thing about this. Why would everybody go right to people I've known all my life are murderers, right? Yeah. I mean, Pete Davidson is outside. I would assume it has to be somebody outside. Right. You think, right? It, it is amazing know. how fast. Well, it shows a basic distrust in everyone around them. Yep. And even the people in relationships, their relationships are short enough that you're like, hmm, maybe he is crazy. I mean, in that there's truth to that. It was like the veteran, the veterinarian's assistant. She'd only been dating him for two weeks, right? So she doesn't know much about him. Uh, now, B and her girlfriend have been together for six weeks, which I mean, it, it ain't a lifetime, but you think you'd have a handle on the person by then. Would right. you? I don't know. But then, but then it's revealed that all the stuff that she's a student. No, she's not a student. She's been. She's doesn't work. She's unemployed. That she's been keeping secrets. Not big That's, secrets. Yes. But uh, she's she's not been truthful. That is true. And that is true. And her girlfriend is is being free and easy with with her her bad self. With the other girls, and I 100% believe the girl who said uh, we got down. Check the. Text. Well, there was evidence. Yeah, there was the evidence. Text. That's why she. Well, before that, before that, before that, she uh, B was wandering around and she saw a bra in Jordan's suitcase. Looked at it and she's like, "Why are you looking at my bra?" Then later, when she's hiding in the jeep, she pulls out the exact same bra. Out of uh, her girlfriend's suitcase. Well, okay. Why would she have two identical weird bras? It should have been she pulled out the matching chonies. That's what 
unless it's tan or black or white, I'm not buying two weird yellow exotic bras. But what she could have pulled out were the, the matching underwear. Are we sure it was a bra she pulled out at the Jeep? I don't know. I did, it, you knew that that bra was significant. So when you saw, because why talk about it? So when she finds something in the suitcase, it kind of sealed the deal. All right. So let me double down and and I'm saying it's underwear because the next thing she does is grabs it and smells it. Did she do that? (laughs) I didn't see any underwire. She grabbed it up in her hand and it might be. It was dark. Well, I assume, I assume. You know what your girlfriend's cooch smells like, so maybe she's like one of those uh, those like hounds or something. She can she's a a scent hound. She's a basset hound. She's That's on the exactly trail. right. She's, she's on the trail. Anything else before we move on? <laughs> Good you don't lord! Want me to go off on a whole cr- dog crotch sniffing thing. No, I, I, I would I, rather I, you didn't. I, I just want to say I don't have a lot much to complain about. Most of it is just fun. It's just fun, and um, I, I just really liked it. I thought it was clever. I, I'm telling you, at the end, I started. I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking, but I'm like, is this some kind of anti Me Too? Because it was clearly making fun of of woke culture. But is it was it definitely also- making yes. But is it also making fun of women's paranoia because of Me Too, where, where like everybody is getting triggered, everybody's so nervous, everyone is very suspect of men? Well, again, I will say it's not, I don't think it's making fun of, of Me Too, because that's a very specific uh, right, thing. Right. But because now, of but that, I, everybody's on high alert. Yes. What's he doing? What's his story? Men are are much more suspect because of it. That might be so. That might be so. Now, I will say that, as some people may have sussed out, Aaron and I are fairly liberal in our our social views. Truth be told. Truth be told. But we can watch this where woke culture is kind of being made fun of and also laugh at it. We can also appreciate those kind of digs. You know, I, I feel like there, there's importance in being able to look at those things and be like, yeah, that's it's true. Funny. We have a sense. It's of funny. But I would say, I mean, I think we're too old to be woke. I think you got to be in your 20s to be to be tossing that term around. I, I think there's truth to that. I, I think... I mean, how many times I have told people they're racist, but how many times have you uh, called out someone for being ableist? (laughs) I I think there's something to be said. There's something to be said for when you reach a certain age, you go like, if you're obviously trying to do the right thing, I give you credit for that. Right. Even if you're not using the the perfect terms or, you know, you're trying to be a good person. So I give You're you, cr- I'm not best. judging you. You're doing, that's all we can do. That's, that's all, all we can, can do. do. I, I think younger people might hold people to a certain standard and then yeah. kind of move the goalposts, if you will. Um, I, I would agree but, with that. 
this is what I will say just in general about this movie. I think the movie starts off pretty strong. You feel like it's going to be kind of creepy. And then as it goes, you start to see these, like we said, these kind of funny things kind of yeah. woven in to kind of a social commentary almost. And then I think the ending, which we haven't spoiled, it really just wraps it all up. It's wraps like, it bam. I dynamite. agree. Because I, I was not prepared. So I expected this to be a horror. I, I heard there was some humor in it. But it starts off strong as a horror. You know, you mm -hmm. kind of get into it. But uh, it was, it's a beautiful black comedy. Absolutely. It, it is dynamite. Shall we go behind the scenes? Let's please. I, I just was Googling. I was like, maybe one please. of the, the, the girls who host uh, my favorite murder are actually are writers in Hollywood. So I was trying to see if they had any input in this, but I did not see it. Go ahead. That's a question. The name of the movie and the game played in the movie are based on commonly played improv game called Body Body or Murders in the Dark, where players run around a dark room while the murderer kills players by tapping them, hoping to get away with killing the entire group. It's like heads up, so, seven up. Well, I think what happens if it's if it's like um, Among Us, it's like if you kill somebody, they lay there, and when everyone discovers them, then the survivors have to vote who they think the killer is. And then that person is eliminated from the game. Right. But if they're wrong, the game continues. And then it's, so it's, it's, it's kind of a fun kind of paranoid game is what they're going for. Exactly. Body count five, five people. Yeah. I, I mean, should I go through who dies Steve and how they die? Davidson, the veterinarian. Yep. yep. The David, Greg, Emma. Emma's the actress. Alice. fell down the stairs. That's Emma. Greg is beaten in the head with a weight by B. Emma is brutally falls down the stairs, bashing up her head, open her right. head. Alice is shot in the neck by Jordan in a scuffle for the gun. And oh, Jordan is pushed right. over the railing into tons of glass bottles by B. That's and I didn't right. reveal how David dies because that's kind of that's a big one. Yeah. Usually we don't care about spoilers. I but mean, we revealed one cut of the dead. Yes, that's true. What? This is this what? is in theaters. Yeah, this needs to be released soon, but this one's too fresh, so we can't go too far. This script was originally written by a uh, screenwriter named Kristen Rupanian, and it bears little resemblance to the finished product. Only a few of the names are the same. It takes place during a snowstorm rather than a hurricane, has little in the way of social satire, and is much closer to a traditional slasher movie. Ah, so I just looked go. her up. This she has a PhD. The script was heavily rewritten by Sarah DeLappy, which adds all those, I mean, basically changes the everything. The entire thing. Changes. <laughs> That's it in terms of uh, trivia. All right. So there you go. Not much. Sometimes newer movies have less trivia. It's but true. I'll tell you what. You've got to have a legend. Yeah, The legend has to come around it. Absolutely. Um, while I was in the theater, I saw a commercial for a new movie coming out called Pearl. Do you know what Pearl is referring to? Is it the clitoris? <laughs> it is a sequel to a movie we saw not long ago. <sighs> oh, X. X. 
So the Pearl uh, movie's coming out soon. So you have that gonna, to look forward I'm gonna, to. I'm going to have to have a drink before that. I can't, I can't uh, see that, that old woman sucking on people's <laughs> chins with, with no teeth. It's like a Sam Raimi movie. I was going to say, that's that's dragged me to hell, but either <laughs> way. Same damn thing. Um, okay, the cast. Sophie was played by Amanda Stenberg, and she was the one who was the girlfriend who uh, was grappling with addiction, and that's why she hadn't hung out with her friends lately. Right. Um, she, she was in uh, The Hate You Give. She was in The Darkest Minds. She was in everything. She was in The Hunger Games. Do you remember The Hunger Games movies? Yeah. Oh, no. She, she was, was Rue. I will tell you. She was oh, Rue. she was Rue? Yes. I will tell you. That's everybody big. Everybody in this is great. It's great. Everybody's great. Uh, Maria Bakalova played B. You know her from Borat. Subsequent movie film was the. (laughs) She was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. She's playing the voice of Cosmo the dog in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh Jesus Christ! And she's in something called The Bubble, which is a uh, a COVID comedy coming out. I don't know. She was. She was good. Rachel Sennett played Alice. You know her from Shiva Baby, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's about it. Some other things. With all the arms? Is she a baby with like Shiva? That's it. Oh, that's Kali. Chase. (laughs) Chase We Wonders played Emma, who is quite good and had a gabbler, I hear. Uh... (laughs) You know her from On the Rocks. She was in Wake, Last Migration, A Trivial Exclusion. I don't know any of these. I don't know any of them. But I figured I'd throw them out there. I don't don't know what Hedda Gabler is either. (laughs) Pete Davidson played David. You know him primarily from Saturday Night Live. He was on that for like 100 years. And the Kardashians. And he's he's with, he was with um, Ariana Grande. And now he's with Kim Kardashian. He's got some magic touch. He must have something going on. That's all I'm going to say. He, uh, you know him from the King of Staten Island. He was in the Suicide Squad ever so briefly. Excuse me, the Suicide Squad. He was in The Dirt. He was in Set It Up. You know all these things. I uh, I'm doing the whole cast. Mahala Harold played Jordan. You know her from Industry, Modern Love, Premature, The Tattooed Heart. I don't know any of those. Nope. And Greg was played by Lee Pace. You know him from Guardians of the Galaxy. He was Ronan the Accuser. He was in The Good Shepherd. He was in The Fall. He was in The oh, Hobbit movies. The Fall, the series? Uh, The movie. Wah, wah. Oh, nah. He was in... He was in... Um, that movie where he's a mortician who touches people and they come back to life Whoa. until he touches them again. Pushing, pushing up daisies. Pushing daisies. Uh, yes. Oh my God. That was the greatest show with Christian Chenoweth and everybody. Oh my God. I was so sad he was that was canceled. He was the guy. He was in Lincoln. He's been in a, a ton of stuff. No, he, I knew I'd seen him. Absolutely. Um, let's see. He's been a ton. He was in a T another TV series, Halt and Catch Fire, which I He's believe was on FX. He's not a mortician. He's a pie maker who would touch people. I don't know. I never saw it. So there you have it. Those are all those good. <laughs> Let's talk about the ratings, shall we? Oh, please. 
Bodies, Bodies, Bodies currently has a 90% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. They got something right. They got something The audience only gave it 75%. Who's the audience? The people that were running around the theater when I was there going, what's borderline? What do they mean, borderline? What do they mean? What? On the border of Arkansas and Mississippi? What do they mean? I see tons of movies at the art theater these days where it's peopled with nothing but like 90 year old people who talk constantly, (laughs) who are coughing and hacking. Good Lord. Uh, Let's see. Top critics, shall we? Richard Roper, 3.5 out of four. Devilishly funny satire. I tend to agree. Anybody else we recognize? No. He liked it. Most of the people. Is Richard Roper the one we're not supposed to offend now? (laughs) No, I think it's Leonard Maltin we're not supposed to offend. Oh, okay. But it's nice not to offend anybody, I find. Uh, Let's see. Megan Navarro from Bloody Disgusting (laughs) says, Using a familiar social deduction game to implode an affluent group of fake friends in the most heinous way makes for a demandedly fun time that's just as mean-spirited with the horror as it is with the comedy. Dynamite. Whatever. What's your rating? I'm going to give this new classic 4.25 out of 5. Pete Davison ain't going to be my boyfriends. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give it... I think I'm going to give it 4.5... 4.5, not that good renditions of Hedda Gabler, if I had to guess. <laughs> so there you go. Check that out. Podcasting is hard. It's hard. They don't <laughs> appreciate or understand. If you have not seen this, I highly recommend it. It is a fun time for everybody. It's not, Hello it's a horror friend. movie. Get some yes. popcorn. Don't fucking eat nachos at the theater. You just get a soda and some popcorn. It's not fun. Fine dining. I don't want to smell your onions and and listen to your farts. Just eat popcorn. Bring a friend and go see this movie. I'm telling you, it's really. I mean, it's it's a there are people who are killed, but it's not a gory film. It's really not even that violent. There's you only see you see a couple people die, but not in any like stomach churning way. So it's good for the whole family. As far as I'm well, and, and it's one of these, it's like a thinker. You're thinking, you're like, well, okay, okay, okay. You're constantly Absolutely. trying to solve this. It's, it's great. It is great. It, I, I have really no complaints. I don't have no complaints. complaints. No complaints at all. So thank, God. thank you very much. Go to our page on Twitter at T podcast TW die. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Aaron. Are we on Instagram? We are on the Instagram. We are the podcast that wouldn't die. Good times. You can also email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. So check out all that good stuff. Make sure you (laughs) treat yourself. Make sure you rate, review, share, like, do all that good stuff. Help us out. Aaron, are you on social media? Yes, you need to socialize my media. I am on the Instagram. I am the cult of Aaron. Join the cult. 
I am Don't Feed the Pigeon. And also I have uh, Polaroid photography on, oh my God, Artsy, Aaron Doherty, and First Dibs, Aaron Doherty. Go buy something. Treat, Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Next week, we'll be discussing the horror classic Reanimator. Starring Jeffrey Combs, Bruce Abbott, Barbara Crampton is back. Check out all that good stuff. Where can you watch Reanimator? That is a heck of a good question. You could probably, if you want to pay full freight, I bet you you can find it on Prime Video. If you're looking to do it for free, well... If I want to watch a whole bunch of ads, Kevin, where might I go and be able to watch this for free? This is an important question. Uh, <laughs> if you want to watch it, you can definitely watch it on Tubi, the oh. way God intended. Will there be you subtitles this time? There might be. I can't make no comments about that. <laughs> it's also on Canopy for free if you have that. Canopy? Or, How many of these apps do I got to put on my smart TV? Who's ever heard of Canopy? Dark Matter. If you have that, uh, we got uh, Dark also Matter is an a, is a channel, something like that. It's on uh, Shutter. It's on Fandor. It's on Arrow Video, and actually, you can rent it for a buck ninety nine on YouTube. How about that? That might be your best bet, if you, unless you want to watch the one ad that Tubi has, and they just repeat it over and over and over again. You can buy it for 10 bucks on Vudu, and it's well worth the price, I'd I'm say. I'm sure Kevin already owns it. Absolutely, I do. It is great. So check that out. Send any favorite scenes, favorite quotes, comments, and questions, and we may talk about it on the show. So please do such a thing. So thank you very much, and be well. Good day, children. Good day, children.